0: Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturchio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Wednesday. It is Wednesday, March the 29th, 2023. Of course, your hosts, Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci here live at Chop Studios. A lot to get into today. Um, clearly... You can't have a show go on without thinking about what happened yesterday with the NFL meeting and uh, and the rules and stuff like that, so we'll get into that. I definitely want to touch on uh, a couple things in the NFL. Before I get there, I do want to let you guys know that Calais Campbell signed with the Falcons. Anybody care? I do. <laughs> That's a really good signing. I love Calais Campbell, actually. I was
1: hoping that he would sign with Green Bay just because of what he does on special teams. That guy blocks like three or four kicks a year. He really does. He <laughs> stands up.
0: So there has been um, a couple things to go with the NFL, uh, the rules and the regulations. One of the things that broke yesterday was that the NFL approved players to wear the number zero now. Now, I know this isn't like crazy breaking news, but from an aesthetic point of view, some people are pumped about it. I know Calvin Ridley was the first one to jump all over this, or at least the Jaguars were like, well, let's give the brand new guy. A brand new number and a brand new start, and zero now represents his uh, his Fanduel balance. (laughs) Just writes itself. Um, But anyway, how do you feel about how do you feel about the uh, the gambling? Uh, The gambling, not well. We all gamble. I'm all for it. Yeah, for the zero number. When
1: I tell you that there is something that I have not cared less about on planet (laughs) Earth, this is the thing that I have not cared. I we have reached impossible for me to care less than I care about this. I hope they pick a a good player to wear number zero on the Packers so I could get a jersey. That's about it.
0: You're still buying jerseys? No. Yeah. I was going to say, I think But I've honestly,
1: yeah. I do buy jerseys, and then I give them to my nephews. So, like, I bought a Jair jersey last year, wore it once, and was like... It's just... It's not that I won't buy a jersey. I don't care. People are like, oh, you're an adult. How could you put in a... What? <laughs>
0: no, I, listen. What? I'm a... F- like, I am I have not bought a jersey in a very long time. I've been gifted jerseys, and I've been like, all right, the thank problem, you, wear it once, and then you feel like- The problem with jerseys eh. is
1: I refuse to buy them anywhere but these crazy websites where you get them for like 40 bucks each. <laughs> right. And then you get a, I'll be like, oh, I'm a medium. And it's like, well, I'm a medium in the last one that I got, but this <laughs> very same make and model. Do they make model jerseys? No, they make not mo- Like a car. But the same type of jersey. I'll order like, I ordered a Stokes and a Jair. I wanted the two corners. I got one home, one away, same size. Different sizes, <laughs> like vastly different well, that's sizes. That's what
0: happens when you don't go so to NFLshop.com. So now my
1: big fat father, <laughs> kidding, he's not fat, but he's bigger than me, has my Stokes jersey and my nephew has my Jair jersey. So you're out of jerseys. Neither again. of them fit me.
0: So anyway, so uh, no, I'm not buying a on the Cowboys front, Micah Parsons was the first one to tweet out, like, this is going to look great, Agent Zero coming soon. But then Jaron Ron at Statham was like, nah, I got it. So there is arguing amongst teams now of who's going to wear number zero. But that's not the only thing that the NFL uh, approved yesterday was far as the rules and regulations of the regular season game. Also things that happen in the off season. The one thing that really stood out to me is that going forward, there is one cut day one. So no more like 90 to 75 and then 75 to 53 at the end of August, August, I believe 29th rosters will go to like 90 to 53. They're going to be cutting like 37 guys in one swoop, dude. That, to me, that's going to make the waiver wire go absolutely bonkers. That's going to have guys like the XFL watching <laughs> because they're going to be cut at the last minute. I don't know how much I like that. Based that's a on- rough thing, dude. I think it's a rough, rough transition. Imagine like, but here's the thing. This is what's going to get, because I guess they went down in preseason games. There was guys getting cut without having a real opportunity to show out. So now nobody gets cut until the preseason is basically over.
1: Well, uh, what I think is as they go through a couple preseason games, they start to realize, like, well, this guy's not going to work out. So they cut him so they don't have to even worry about clocking up the roster and putting guys in that they know aren't going to make the team anyway.
0: But maybe this also Gives them the
1: opportunity to make the team?
0: Well, not even that. That, yeah, sure. Not, like, crazy. But, like, I think this actually helps squads, like, kind of throw guys out there more at the end. Like, we're going to cut this guy, but. We're gonna try him out there today because we don't want to try out wide receiver three because he might pull a hammy. So like it's almost as if like they're sacrificial. Well, I wouldn't
1: care then if like if that was the case. Then I'm not cut. The, do teams have to cut down? You? Yeah, they had to cut. It's down. It's one cut down. Minutes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, it's gonna be rough. I, I think it's gonna be a crazy day in the NFL to see what guys don't I'll make be the like, roster. Look, guys, on the starters one day. are all
1: sitting today. You're gonna play
0: both ways. You're gonna play this ruins. You know what this ruins? Hard knocks. It ruins nothing. I mean, it ruins Hard Knocks. As a fan of Hard Knocks, I know you're not. But I'm saying, like, part of the Hard Knocks, you already knew they were cut. But, like, how they were cut or how okay, they made the team so, or whatever. So what
1: makes it better is, like, that episode. That
0: episode three is just going to just
1: Everybody gets cut. But also, Hard Knocks hasn't been good for maybe ever. You're out of your mind, dude. It's like, I've watched Hard Knocks. But since it got popular, <laughs> I mean, it was popular right I Worked away, out but to that song. After three or four, I mean, you, Dave, <laughs> you have some questionable <laughs> tactics when it comes to what? working out. You play, like... Guys, he works out to that song, and like only that song for the entire workout. <laughs> that depends on the workout, are, really. What planet are you on
0: at the gym? <laughs> sure is not Planet Fitness, <laughs> for sure. Um, but anyway, so again, I think it affects Hard Knocks, but <laughs> and Hard Knocks was a great series.
1: Um, if you're not a really fan, has you like any it. Effect on the Mojo market? Though. It does <laughs> not
0: have an effect on the Mojo market. Actually, it does because really? yeah, because look, think about <laughs> think about it like this. I left it alone. Think about it like this. You invest in a player in the beginning of the preseason, right? Yeah. Thinking you're going to get them at a bargain. Maybe one of the, the bargain buys that we do right before the season starts, right? Or at least the preseason. They decide to, to show out in game one, but... Absolutely stinking up in game two. Their their stock is all over the place. But then on that one day, that fateful day in August. I'm trying to cut. decide where you're going with this. Well, they're, they're cut. I mean, your stock what? just drops. But like out. that
1: one fateful day in August instead of the other fateful day in August? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a week earlier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly. Anyway, there's a lot to uh, digest with that oh, one, man. I think. Um, mm. But I will uh, continue this by saying that the as far as NFL rules are concerned, so the cut that happens, Calvin Ridley does his thing. Now, the XFL has adapted or adopted this rule where it eliminated the onside kick. Mm. You were able to go for a fourth and like 15 or fourth and 20 or something to that effect from your own 25. So if you don't get it, it's, it's the other team's ball right then and there. But that's your opportunity. It's an offensive play rather than the onside kick. Now, last year, the onside kick recovery rate, succession, success, Three percent. So nobody's recovering on side kicks. I, I hate to break it to people, but look, that should be what it is. If you're well, down with a minute or,
1: or thirteen seconds to go, like really, like why should you have more than a three percent chance to win the game?
0: You know, like you played up to that point, not it win the game, but I, I did the opportunity to win the game. What this does is, what this does is, it puts the responsibility off the kicker's foot and into your Pro Bowl quarterback or whoever he is, his hands to make one big play. On 4th and 20.
1: Yeah, but it also what it does is it, it it takes away like the body of work for an entire game that a defense did And all of a sudden they got to go back out on the field after being on the field for the like I don't know man. I don't like that at all. Well,
0: they're tabling it for now They'll rediscuss that Get in May. They are not a table with that. They have not adopted that.
1: that. you kidding me, bro? Like onside kick is a part of the game if you want to talk about I don't care about tradition and things like that I really don't if it fixes the game I'm all for it. I don't know that this fixes anything. It's just it makes it maybe a little more exciting in that moment. But I think what it does is it makes the outcome less true, if that makes sense. Like the team that earned the win, I think a three percent chance had a crack at it is
0: is about right. Well, the, or fix the onside kick a little bit. It, they tried that already. They no, tried to they, the, they tried to fix the uh, onside kick by not by not letting them take off and go. Well, like guess what? Murder the guy no, in front no, that, of
1: you. That ruined it.
0: No, that was what that, it was that, the that entire time. But that
1: ruined the onside kick. because, it did. Now, because now it's three percent. So in fact, just go back to that and we'll be okay.
0: Oh, well, player safety. Oh. Speaking of player safety, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Now teams, according to yesterday's safety, meeting, but
1: they're talking about in the same conversation flexing Thursday
0: games and shit like that. So ah, see, see I tried to segue. and Chris player safety. <sighs> well, here, here's the, here's what here's like what a,
1: is societal rant. Right here's what's being proposed now: safety.
0: The player safety is has always been a, a big thing. One one of the rules they the, they put out there was that uh, all all positions besides quarterback, receiver, kickers, and punters have to wear those protective shells the entire training camp and and practice those those new Again, shells. Fine.
1: And concussions—they're going to put on the end zones this year too,
0: just to make it <laughs> make believe they actually give a shit. Well, sh- that's how crap. That, that's how they ended. The other thing they put yeah. there's a big sign in the in the end zone. No, but um, on the real. As far as uh where I was going with Yet that. Yeah, they one.
1: won't pay a dollar to like um who James Farrier? Who's the guy on the Farrier? What about him? Is he the, the Steelers guy that got hurt?
0: No, no, uh, Shazier. Shazier. Yeah. Like he can't get paid. He can't
1: get his medical bills paid or anything like that. Like the Steelers it's are a, doing it. It's but a tough The NFL's tough situation. not. You understand You're what I'm saying? No, like, give me a break. The
0: NFL is, is preaching, wear this helmet. preaching player safety. They wanna not only the flexing of Thursday night games has been tabled till May. What has not been tabled is by Roger Goodell saying yesterday that now NFL teams, now when the schedule comes out, everybody sees which Thursday they'll play, right? Now, there's the ability for teams to be scheduled to play multiple Thursday night football games throughout the course of the year. Meaning, somebody out there is going to get two short weeks rather than one. So, I think again, player safety, my arse. You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not preaching that to me. You're not selling that to me. That's not a thing, right? I'm, I'm over that. Um, the hip drop tackle is being tabled till May again. They're going to talk about that again. That's the hip drop that took out Tony Pollard. It's kind of like if you don't know what it is, it's kind of like when you the wrap O'Dell around somebody and, Dree, and
1: you just kind It's basically like a, a variation of the horse collar.
0: It is because you could put your whole body weight on somebody's I mean, lower extremities. Look.
1: If a hip-drop tackle belongs, I think, try and tackle Nick Chubb, what the hell are you going to do?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, know what but I mean? Like, like you
1: have to—the only way you could tackle guys listen, now is if you you weren't
0: taught to hip-drop tackle. Wait, I mean, say that again? You were taught to tackle tackle. Like No, you were taught to bring the
1: guy to the ground. You hit him, you get in position, but guess what? Some of these guys are out there working hard in the offseason, right? So you <laughs> could square them up and, li- and line up a nice shot, but— they have the ball, so they have the advantage. That's first and foremost. So you get a nice shot. You, you wrap him up. And all of a sudden, he's not down. What do you do? <laughs> Let him go? Let go of him? I guess not. Like, Or do you try and get him to the ground? This is all instinctive things. Like You want a guy that's in the heat of... That's like saying to a wrestler, you, you can't shoot double legs anymore. To me, it's crazy what we're actually t- talking about when it comes to that. And there was another rule that they didn't enforce ever. Where they, they talked about... You can't dr- lower your crown of your helmet if you're a running back. I've seen that call once.
0: Guess who was against?
1: I I've said I've seen a call once, Dave. Don't make this about it was, Zeke. They got penalized.
0: Zeke got penalized right I that. saw a
1: call on Adrian Peterson, and I said, "Well, I've been waiting for that. Adrian <laughs> Peterson would have zero. He would have zero rushing yards in his the career. one thing if they, that was a rule, he would have zero rushing yards.
0: <laughs> Just not a Hall of Fame career. Violence. Zero. Um, the one thing I wanted to bring up again with this, you know, the rules committee going over their stuff. They're not going to be reviewing roughing the passer. Roughing the passer last year was one of the most talked about things every year in the NFL. But specifically last year, where guys were like, "Oh, the body weight, or this, or went too high, or went too low." It's like you can't touch the quarterback anymore, and that's why these guys are going to have twenty-year careers like Brady. Brady just weathered the storm, but like these guys, like Mahomes and stuff, these guys to be playing forever because yeah. they they can't be touched. Eventually, you will see like a. Like a, uh, like a sonar or something, like a flag or, or something, where they're just not being touched at all. Um, but I digress with that. So if you want to raise your son or daughter to be a football player, uh, be a quarterback because it's fine. You'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, anyway, no roughing the passer um, stuff there. Other stuff that went down yesterday, in the NFL, the owners' meetings, they did talk to, uh, I believe, the GM and the upper staff of the Saints. We found out that – Michael Thomas, believe it or not, is not 100%. Still, this guy on this show said it early, early on when we were waiting for Thomas to come back. Can't guard Mike, one of the best receivers in football. You said boldly he'll never play again. You stand by that? I mean, he might line up a couple times, but he's never going to have an effective down. His stock is down 63% over the last two years, man. The 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 writing's been on the wall for a
1: while. It's like they can't figure out a calf and an ankle. It's not been anything really all that serious, from what my understanding is, very um, veiled with all the, the information as far as Michael Thomas goes. And I don't talk about people's mental makeup really because I, I obviously it has a lot to do with this situation because yeah. I think the way he was acting and then after that one season, it, it reminded me of like the AB thing mm. a little bit. I'm not trying to sit here and say Michael Thomas is off his rocker, but there is an element of confusion when I hear him speak. Mm. That's all I'll say.
0: So, An element of confusion. That's a good that's a good way to – it's a nice way to put it because we really don't know, and I'm not a doctor, and we just play him on TV. Uh, the Falcons came out and said that Desmond Ritter is QB1. That helps his stock. That helps his chances of being backed up by the front office. So now all of a sudden you're looking at that situation as they are now out on Lamar Jackson. There's no shot. I mean, they already said it once. This is doubling it down. Um, I look at Lamar Jackson. That's sweepstakes, I guess you can call it. I'm looking at the Colts, the Patriots, and back to the Ravens. I
1: I, I don't see the Raven. another market. My prediction is Ravens are no team next year. I don't think Lamar is playing for another team next year. No way. If the price tag is too high. The Ravens are – they can't all of a sudden come off of it a little bit and say – we're gonna go forward with who? I mean, he was a Pro Bowler last year, so
0: I guess you should make. You the- and me were Pro Bowlers last year. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the Pro Love Bowl is a Pro Bowler. Next the Pro Bowl is a joke, but anyway, with this guy, man, I, again, Although,
1: you- I also went through the quarterbacks in the league yesterday that I would trade Jordan Love for. How many do you think there are? That I would? There's only one in the NFC, and it's oh. Jalen Hurts, and that's it's definite for now. But it's it's definite for now. But you can make the case that. Jordan Love right. and Jalen Hurts 18 Ready? games ago. Jalen Hurts
0: in the NFC. Should be Dak Prescott. Um, yeah, right. <laughs>
1: so, Jordan Love. You would I, probably trade Dak for Jordan Love in a I vacuum. would not trade a, Dak in a vacuum, Prescott. Stop in a it. Vacuum. No
0: vacuums. Turn your vacuum off.
1: If you were just the Giants fan, we'll say, and had no skin in the Cowboys game, you like that? You're a Giants fan in this scenario. Right. The, um, <laughs> you would definitely be like, yeah, I would do that based on the other elements of things here. I would So, like, do at it. the very least, Jordan would Love Wouldn't
0: do it. Can't do it. Um, um, won't do it. Anyway, so, fine. Jalen Hurts in the NFC. Mahomes. Burrow. Justin Herbert. Trevor Lawrence. Debatable? Yes, um, I would. And... Right now. Is there another one? Don't tell me who. Is there another it's, one?
1: This is one that I'm going to say yes to now, but I'm, like... I don't want to do it, and he's like, people
0: are going to bug out. right? Russell Wilson? No. no, Josh Allen. Oh, wow. Sorry, Josh. I'm sorry, Josh. But <laughs> on like first I, day basis, I honestly like. It's like I would do that trade. There was a little bit of a, regre- a regression last year, so yeah, people are kind of. I just tra- you know. feel
1: like there's going to continue to be that. Yeah, yeah I, it's don't hard to about, say. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like say. I just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a
0: lot of big important picks. You got honestly. a lot. You know, what's funny. I read an article today on the ESPN. Um, that they have it's literally front and center. I believe. Yeah, here it is uh, Where does it say? Yeah, no, it's gone. Did I just have to go to NFL? NFL. Yeah, go to the NFL because it's got to be one of this Are you
1: about it? to say I'm very confident in Jordan Love?
0: Yeah, no. Oh, here we go. LaFleur LaFleur say Transition to Jordan Love will be a progression that they should temper their expectations. So they shouldn't go absolutely ham on thinking that Jordan Love is the next coming of Brett Favre or J- or, or Aaron Rodgers for that matter. So everybody just pumped the brakes. I've oh, seen not, him play two. I do, games. Not, I do not let's expect, not get nuts. I do not
1: expect him to come in and light
0: up the world never know. fully.
1: But I do expect him to be successful. And that's what I want to hear my coach. He's gonna be the best. You know. No, also, we have all the confidence in the world that he's going to pick up. Also, just think about the conversations that have been happening the last three or four years with LaFleur and, and Jordan Love. Like, they're in the meetings, and, like, Rogers comes in because he just, you know, and then they, as soon as he leaves, it's like, hey. <laughs> you're the guy. You know going to be us. You're the guy. You, know, like, it's you and me, us. buddy.
0: You and me. That's we're, been happening. We're all the way to the end. These two are going like to win Like Thelma and Louise in a car here, and you Drive right Let's do off the cliff. Let's do it. Um, anyway. You're, you're, I know that
1: you're confident that Love is going to be good. I think, um, I think you feel good about it. I don't. Listen, in my lifetime. Mental fantasy but here, 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 yeah. comes
0: and everyone's like, oh, Jordan it, Love's
1: going to be that In my lifetime,
0: non-Packer fan, I've never seen a bad starting quarterback out of the Packers organization. So that that's my lifetime. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. That's all I got to see. When you throw in the, the the you know, the the whatever, the backups it's for like, however long, you don't very count those similar guys. similar
1: to how things went in the MySpace days when Aaron Rodgers was taking over for, for Brett Favre. And, and people were – you know, it's – their expectations weren't there. The Packers went 6-10, and, and everybody was like, uh, you know, it's not going to – but look, look what happened. Hall of Famer. Three years. We've talked about this time and time again. I'm very confident. I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to say that out of the gate, but I do think he's going to make some Pro Bowls early. But Pro Bowls don't matter anymore. They're voted on by
0: I'm mean, you all, and me in the pro, pro mom's basement with Cheeto dust on our anymore. chest. We'll see. Anyway. One more thing about the NFL before we get off and go to the NBA. The Washington Commanders were offered their asking price two times over. Daniel Snyder won $6 billion. He got offered it once by a group with with Magic Johnson and another group from Canada. Regardless, he got his asking price, so let's see if that actually plays out. What Roger Goodell was—this is really impressive. And Roger Goodell, again, never like—he's always public enemy number one. But in this regard— he said that no matter what happens with the sale of the team, so if Daniel Snyder says, you know what, the hell with it, you asked me, I, I got what I asked for, here's the papers, you you now own them, I'm out, goodbye, going to Putacana. right, and he's trying to leave, they're still going to release everything that happened no matter what. So everything that's going down with that report in the NFL on Daniel Snyder, we're all going to know very, very soon. Um, it was funny, Jerry Jones was asked about it, and he's like, now remember, this report has not been released to anybody, And when they asked Roger Goodell about it, he's like, I I have no idea. I've not read this thing. Jerry Jones is like, yep, I know everything that's on it. (laughs) It's like you're either senile or you you might run the league. every
1: single person in the the owner, every owner has read it. Oh, 100%.
0: 100%. Anyway, let's segue. A, uh, two NBA games went down last night. Uh, Well, actually more than that, but two games of significance last night. Uh, The Hawks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 121-18. Uh, I took the over. <laughs> See, I went back to my overs. I took the over on Trey Young. Guy uh, was set at twenty seven ninety five. I figured the Hawks absolutely needed to have this game. They want to stay afloat, um, right there. They're they're sitting there. Um, they they didn't move at all, which is fine. But you got to be the eight or the nine in the in, in the East. Because I mean, I'm sorry, the seven or the eight in the East, because you just want to avoid that nine, ten game. Because it's at seven and eight, that game you win, you're basically in. Um, but anyway, Trey Young goes 16, no dice on that one. Um, the game of the night I thought was going to be New Orleans and, and obviously the Warriors. Steph went off. Steph went absolutely off. I took the under on his three pointers. He, hits, he was set at four point six. I was like, so he's got to hit five. Nah, he's not going to do that. He hits eight, <laughs> and uh, so he balls out as the Warriors take the win 120-109. Curry went for 39 points last night. As we said, the Warriors, with that win, moved to six, so you have to you know, keep your eye on the West. Like I said, they're all right there, uh, and New Orleans stays put at the eight seed. One other breaking news uh, with the NBA is that um, the Hall of Fame class was announced last night. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki gets in. Dwayne Wade gets in. Uh Paul Gasol gets in. You cool with that one?
1: Yeah, considering the N- NBA Hall of Fame is like kind of a joke
0: to me. I'm not really You want even more of a haha? Tony Parker, Hall of Famer. You believe it? 100%. Yeah, Tony yeah. Parker? Yeah, but like guys like Chris Webber aren't. What? Is that because of his demeanor? Like he was never like a a, a fun guy to be around. Chris Weber's the man. What Chris Weber was a about? dog, and like in the Chris best way Weber possible if you're a basketball player. one of my
1: favorite players of all time. And Michigan? Yeah. yeah. The Fab five, bro. Mm, I remember He's that. The Fab five. Him Jawan Jalen Rose. Did you know that Jalen Rose is the very first person named Jalen ever? <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that? Did you know that Juwan Howard is not the f- very
0: first guy <laughs> named Juwan ever? <laughs> exactly. Oh man! When, when our friend uh, walked in it's and he though, gave Jaylen, us his stat, I was like, "All right, yeah, that, that's fun. That's cute. That's not true." Is it possible? <laughs> his <laughs> that father was Jay, Rose.
1: His father was Jason, and his uncle was Lenny.
0: Jalen so was Jalen. And that was the f- like documented. Go very look it up. First Google one. it. I couldn't even do Google that. Google it. Ah! <laughs> oh, my thumb. Broken. Now the thumb is broken. It <laughs> gets too hard in the paint. Anyway, do us a favor. Follow us right now that over did, there on did Mojo. not go in. <laughs> it did not go in. At Mojo on the Twitter, the Instagram, and the TikTok. Can you not do that while well, I'm trying to do a read here? <laughs> Do it all safely. Do it all soundly. Nope, that went that over. That was glass. That, that was, was glass. glass. Oh, that you, was definitely in square. It's 8.30 in the morning. Banks are moment. now open. Uh, but anyway, do us a favor. Follow us on all the social medias. Keep up with the Discord. And, of course, do it all responsibly. Check the app each and every day. What I do is I, I check it around 3, 3.15, 3.30 to see the plays for the night because then I get busy again and I can't do it until I'm watching the game. But you can bet on all these guys' prop bets right up until game time. During the game, it's, it's insane. It's a lot of fun to do it. Keeps your interest in the NBA game. Let's just say it the game doesn't matter, you know? So, on the dock tonight, we'll talk about some of them tomorrow. Uh, what's tonight? Tonight's Wednesday. So, we got, let's see, anything of significance. Portland, Sacramento, sure. Uh, Phoenix and Minnesota, that's a big one. Uh, let's see, Memphis, LA, that's another big one. Dallas and Philadelphia. I'm interested in that one because Dallas finally got off the schneid a couple nights ago. Can they keep it up in Philadelphia? We'll talk about it. Are the Sixers playing? Yeah, I was going to say, you have to look at the injury report over there because Lord knows what's <clears throat> happening with uh, the 76ers injury report. I was very disappointed in uh, what happened the other night where I was like, I'm definitely going to ride this Joel Embiid train, and he was ruled out. I was like, yeah, don't worry. They got Harden, and he was ruled out too. <laughs> so keep your eye on the injury report. Keep your eye on the Mojo app. We got it all. For Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow to talk some more NBA and another day of Uh-oh. NFL oh, owners meetings. You right there? Yeah.